0: this is zach howard and you're listening to the real nerds podcast hey real nerds listeners your favorite host ryan here to remind you that social media is great how great is it there's many ways you can find the real nerds on social media you can download us on itunes you can listen to us streaming on stitcher radio you can call us 720-6-NERDS-5 oh man our website is so cool you can visit our website, RealNerdspodcast.com. You wanna leave some fan mail? Oh, that's so easy, real nerds at gmail.com. Twitter, we got it at real underscore nerds. You can even like us on Facebook. Thank you so much. And hey, enjoy the show. podcast unofficially the official podcast at denver comic-con 2016 and beyond i am ryan with me this week with a really sweet shirt on is brad you know i have to say brad those jcvddv shirts are really comfortable i don't know what they're made out of but i know I like
1: got, i gotta figure out what brand it is so i, I know
0: because i put it on I'm like wow this is like it's like light and soft
1: and I think it's a little bit more expensive than the Real Nerds ones we did, but, I mean, I'm willing to pay. Well, yeah, for I mean, a... if I would have known that they're, like, that comfortable. Yeah.
0: Um, you don't have any more of those shirts available right now, though. I was going to pimp them out, but.
1: Um, I have two, like, petite women's. Uh, but... So, if you want to get those shirts,
0: uh, make sure you email brad at nebulousvisions.com and go on a date with him, and you can get that <laughs>
1: shirt. If you have dinner with me, you get them for free. <laughs> you get them no, for I'm, free. No, I'm going to make a new batch. It's just uh, cool. It's a matter of getting, like, 300 bucks together. <laughs>
0: Yeah, that sucks Money Yep Anyways, every week we go see a new movie And we podcast our experience of the world This week, I went and saw San Andreas uh, Brad did not see a new movie this week Because Brad's a piece of shit
1: Yeah, well, you know Mad Max is calling again Twice
0: yeah. I know, you saw it twice That movie rules, I don't care uh, You will hear my son in the background every once in a while He is hanging out with us Wearing a Spider-Man t-shirt Looking cute And playing with a purse So, that's good
2: You know
0: <laughs> Get him started early Yep um so yeah, we also talk about movie news, what's uh box office numbers, what's coming out on Blu-ray, uh comic books, all that kind of good stuff. Uh first of all I want to thank everybody from Denver Comic Con yet again. Um we do have interviews, more interviews coming. We just put so many up, we're kinda of letting those ones breathe a little bit, and then we'll have the other ones up very shortly. The ones I'm looking forward to sharing the most is we interviewed Amanda Connor and Jimmy Palmiati from uh the Harley Quinn book, and they're really funny. And we also, I also interviewed Marguerite Bennett, who's the writer of DC, of the upcoming DC's Bombshells, which you can get digitally starting next week, and then at the end of the month, if you don't want to get it digitally, they'll collect all the chapters in a print version, and that'll be at the end of every month. So, why are you so afraid of my kid? He's not even doing anything. My son is literally like, you need to set boundaries for this thing. He, he's literally touching Brad for attention, and Brad is like freaking out. I'm just anticipating where he's going next. And well, he can't go anywhere. You're so so weird about him. He's all right. Now he's trying to tickle
1: me. I can't do the show Callin, if he's touch my torso. Come here,
0: come come here, come here, buddy. Come play over here. Brad is weird he's about. Is he with me
1: because he's bored with you?
0: No, it's because you. It's like it's like a dog. If you pay, no, don't pay attention to it, he'll want you to pay attention to him, and the, and so you don't pay attention to him. So he he's really upset about it.
1: Dogs are starved for attention too. <laughs> all right, okay, we're safe. Cool. He's yep. moved on.
0: Yes. I like I'll, I'll, I'll
1: talk to him when he's older.
0: <laughs> uh, we do have a phone call this week, but we'll get to it a little later. I'm going to include it in news. Um, uh, if you haven't heard it, uh, I'll tell you about it.
1: Yeah, I totally missed it. Okay, cool.
0: Hmm. Um, but I do also have an email this this week from our very own correspondent. Oh, yeah. Cool.
2: Feed Meal!
0: So I'm going to try to – you know, the funny thing about Cora is she writes – like she talks and i can never get her tone right in her emails um so maybe she should call in her emails and then <laughs> we can hear what she's uh saying but anyways uh we appreciate it Cora. she says hi guys congrats on 200 plus episodes i have listened to all of them yeah so it is summer movie season once again we made it we made time to go see both avengers age of ultron and mad max we don't get to go to the movies much huh that's okay they're busy they moved to Seattle, so they have a lot of things
1: going on. What? what? He's, he's eating your keys. I
0: know it's all right. The <laughs> keys will be fine.
1: Looks like he's smoking. Good. <laughs> he's coughing like he's smoking too. Uh, she
0: mentioned. Uh, she said, "Oh well, both of these were great. I was. I am surprised that James did not mention that Ultron was a Frankenstein movie. So I'll be writing an essay about that soon. Awesome. Anyway, I'll, I only agreed to go see Mad Max in theaters because of Brad and James's posts about it." Yeah, you guys, like, you guys are like, Ugh, fucking Mad Max, give me that dick,
1: Mad Max. Why didn't you like that movie? I did like that movie okay. a lot. Well, you guys just, on us. You, you guys were just like... It is the second coming of movies. I, I, I know, that's what you guys are saying. Just like Scorsese and Spielberg turned around the studios in the 70s, this movie's going to change things, man. <laughs> oh, sure. <laughs> um, way to make me take notice. I still think
0: about it daily, plus the mashup with the opening credits of Unbreakable, <laughs> uh, Kelly Schmidt, Internet Gold. I haven't seen that one yet.
1: Uh, I watched the first. I watched the pilot. I haven't gotten mm-hmm. past that.
0: Um, hope you all have a fabulous time at Denver Comic Con. Had a fabulous time at Denver Comic Con. I can't wait to listen to the next two hundred episodes. Thanks, Cora. We appreciate it. Um, yeah, uh, James and Brad love Mad Max. And as you can see, instead of Brad doing his weekly obligation to the podcast, he went and saw Mad Max instead. Twice. Twice.
1: This week. <laughs> did she like it, did, or did she just say she like, did?
0: Uh, she no, she really didn't. Um,
1: yeah, she just said she like, really didn't I say saw it because you guys she did say good. I
0: still think about it daily so okay. yeah. I mean that's one of, If I mean that's a good thing you can say about a movie if it keeps you interested for that long you know mm-hmm. it's it's not a bad thing what's also cool about us is we have uh a partnership with the Alamo Drafthouse and we like to tell you what's playing at the Alamo Drafthouse this week
2: I'm Peter Bogdanovich and I have a few friends here or not here but that I know, knew, uh, who would like to tell you something. Hello. Hi, I'm Kevin Smith. Hi, I'm Leonard Malton. Hi, I'm Mark Hamill. Hi, I'm Elijah Wood. This is Seth Rogen. I'm Christopher Vermans mm-hmm. Bloss. I'm Armstar. Welcome to the Alamo Draft. Last time I saw you, I it cool. Nelson's been Burn off your cell phone. Don't talk. Don't text.
0: Don't build a birdhouse. Don't be a
2: bully artist. Quit asking your girlfriend what she had on her salad. Okay, is it your living room? <laughs> uh. if you talk or text during this film? I will punch you. You, oh! you can find out who the art, and then go cut their tongue out.
0: Have a good watch.
1: Bye. All right. I said what you want me to say. Will you release me now?
0: And as I scroll through my emails and um, try to find it, I just found it. Um, cool. So this week there's a couple things. Um, the Land Before Time is a Alamo Kids Camp. That's uh, it's basically what they do during the summer. Is they take older children's movies and they donate the money to charities. This year, it's going to the Boys and Girls Club of Metro Denver. So, if you go see the Land Before Time this week at playing at the Illinois Draft House from the first to the fifth, your proceeds will go s- to the Boys and Girls Club of Metro Denver. Um, I just want to mention that Mary Poppins will be there the third week of June. Ju- Julie Andrews? Yeah, the Ju- Julie Andrews one. Oh, thinking, oh, not actual. You said Mary actual, Poppins will be there. So I uh, assume she's going to float Mary in. Mary Poppins, the film, will be showing there um, this week. The craft dinner is the Royal Tenenbaums. It's with uh, Sanitas Brewery. So you, you're going to be there, right? Oh, I love beer. I know. But you love the Royal Tenenbaums. The food's really good if you go there. Oh. Um, cool. The 37th Chamber, which is featuring the best of martial arts cinema, is Dirty Ho. And that's the sixth, the third in 35mm. Um, Fantastique, which is a fantasy film series hosted by Denver Comic-Con co-founder Frank Romero. And that's Time Bandits this week, which is a... Terry Gilliam movie, if I remember correctly.
1: Yeah. Highly praised, but I've never seen it. Either
0: have I. It's in a Criterion, and the Criterion's a cool package, but yeah. it's something I've... Did you want to see that film? He just wants to look that mic. What do you think about it, Kellen? Kellen's a big Terry Gilliam fan, is what he told me. Um, okay, I'm sorry. I guess you don't like it. Uh, maximum bondage this week is Goldfinger, and that's the 7th. Um, um, on, on the 8th at the IFC at the Alamo is Who Framed Roger Rabbit? Sweet. Yeah, that's fun. Um, and I think that is it this week at the Alamo House. There's a lot more things going on, obviously, throughout the week. Um, you can log on to alamodrafthouse.com slash Denver and buy tickets. Do we have another microphone for him? We can just give him.
1: <laughs> okay. <laughs> and then your you doggy <laughs> come play with this.
0: Look, buddy, we got your own. There we go. So once again, we want to thank the Alamo Cinema in Denver, Littleton, um, for putting together great little things. You know, it's um, it's one thing to go see movies, but it's another thing to love film and go and
1: see ones you don't get to see very often you know what else i appreciate a lot about the alamo draft house what's that is um they still sort of enforce their no talking policy uh, and after not going to the alamo twice this week oh dude this made me long for them
0: <laughs> wait
1: till you the, uh, i so want to hear your belmar story I will. cinemark has picked up on
0: cool oh yeah so uh did you want to do what we've been watching then um sure what's the voicemail though uh the voicemail is uh james and, oh, and it's about uh, a trailer, so I was going to put it in the news part. Gotcha. All right.
1: Cool. Oh, yeah, let's talk about uh, what we've been watching.
2: So, uh, yeah, this is the stuff we've been watching.
0: Uh, yeah, this week... Actually, I only saw two things this week. Um, during Comic-Con week, Zach asked... Zach Eastman asked what I felt about Tusk, and I was so busy that week, I didn't have time really to watch it. Uh, I only watched two things that week <laughs> and what's wrong buddy okay and uh, uh so I, I i got around to watching uh i got around to watching tusk this week and he wanted to know what i thought about it cuz i guess i never talked about it on the podcast i went and saw it with my wife um, about a week after two weeks after kellen was born and um, it, it's a weird movie. Even watching it again for a second time, I'm like, wow, this movie's, uh, bizarre. And if you haven't seen Tusk, it's Kevin Smith's latest film, and it's about a man who turns another man into a walrus, is literally the name, is the premise of the movie. Um, in it, Justin Long plays a, podca- a podcaster named Wallace, and they're part of the Not See Party, N O T S E E party. Um, and they're he.
1: He's reviewing movies you should not see. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So what he. He gets a. There's some kid who's an internet sensation called the Kill Bill kid who chops his leg off using his sword, which is a really bad effect in the film. Uh, I know it's like, you know, a low budget film, but the actual effect of it is not very good. It's
1: on like a cell phone, right? As they're playing it? Yeah. I don't remember.
0: Uh, no, it is, isn't, but like when he hacks it off. Or is it like it, a YouTube looks, video? Yeah, it looks okay. cartoony, like really cartoony. Yeah, well. <laughs> um, And so I, I remember listening to um, Hollywood Babylon, and it was. A uh, Dave School um, project that they did. Ah. So, uh, as probably well, just giving students
1: the opportunity. You watched do. Dogma lately and the Shit Monster? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a. It's a rubber no matter how big your budget, it's it's tough to do. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah.
0: I mean, the, the so. Anyways, he goes out to see this kid, and the kid ends up killing himself because of all the ridicule he's getting from the internet. And Justin Long plays a character who's not a good guy. He he started out as a, a failed comedian, and then he became this really big podcast star and. He kind of became a dick. Um, So he goes out there, and he doesn't know what he's going to do, and he sees this uh, flyer in the men's urinal at a bar, and it's talking about adventures by Howard Howe. And he's going to – all you have to do is go live with him, and you don't have to pay for room. You just have to listen to his stories. So Wallace goes out there, and uh, he's telling the story about how his life was saved by a walrus and um, how Ernest Hemingway gave him a bottle of booze and – (laughs) <laughs> Howard yeah, I was played by uh, Michael Parks, who is amazing in the film. I mean, he's really good. Um, but it's a very bizarre film. Um, but also, I really appreciate what it is, because it's unlike any film you've ever seen.
1: I appreciate the daringness of it. Yeah. Um, but that whole middle part with Johnny Depp, like, it, obviously he's acting well, but it just slows down the movie so much. It does. It's really weird. And he has, like, three shots of the whole scene, and it goes on for, like, ten minutes.
0: It is. It's, it's really weird, too, because um, the the pacing of the film is different. And I was watching the special features, and um, and Kevin Smith talks about how he purposely made the film like that. Like, he wanted to make it where it was tough.
1: <laughs> I'm sure listeners are loving that. <laughs> you have your own over there. You left it. What are you looking at me for? He doesn't
0: care. Um, but but he mentions that Uh yeah so the the so the pacing of the film is really bizarre and yeah the part with Johnny Depp I mean he's really kind of funny in it but he's also kind of an seems aloof and he's supposed to be hunting this serial killer and I don't know
1: it is weird I I, um, I think that if that was out of the movie it would be much it obviously be much shorter but also much more I mean and you could take it out because I mean or just
0: tighten up the part where they're at the the burger place. Yeah. Because, you know, the part that actually, that was weird was when he was drinking the milkshake, when they're trying to talk to him about...
1: I think it's that flashback, I think. Yeah. It's,
0: yeah. Yeah. So they could have done without it. Um, but I, I still really enjoyed the movie. Um, the performances are really good. And that they actually went there and they left Wallace as a straight-up walrus and... Um, and the fight at the end is yeah. really funny.
1: And my favorite part is when uh, Howard Howe dons his own walrus <laughs> yeah. and he's like, fight me. <laughs> yeah, it's just a weird fight. <laughs> but,
0: you know, you have to have actors that are willing to do it. And Justin Long and Michael Parks go full on walrus in it. Uh, but, yeah, I, I, I really enjoyed the film. I, I, I Again, I love Michael Parks. And I think it's one of Kevin Smith's best-looking films. Um, it has great atmosphere in it. Uh, the dinner scene is really... Really great um, when he's talking about the spider and stuff, and um, yeah, and he, when Justin realizes he loses his leg is really good acting, and uh, I mean the film's pretty good, it's just really bizarre, hmm. and the blu-ray art is horrible I don't know why they didn't use the original poster, yeah, but whatever my sister in law borrowed it today because I left it out, and she said, Is that movie good it's you recommend it if you like weird stuff, you know, and it's hard mm-hmm. to tell somebody about it why, i don't know why how, do
1: people even ask that it's like unless you have the same taste and stuff like what's the recommendation you're gonna do
0: yeah and, and, and just and two because the recommendation's hard because i don't know what to say you know it's it's weird
1: you should always just find out
0: for yourself yeah <laughs> one time he went to like he's downloaded apps before and <laughs> whatever you, you have to put in my passcode to like get paid for apps but Anyways, um, and the other thing I saw this week, I only saw one other thing, uh, me and my wife went and saw Poltergeist, the new one, um, at the Belmar Cinemark, and the reason I tweeted the uh, Cinemark is because, so it was at, at 8.50 showing, so right away I knew it was going to be a lot of kids, but I was hoping because Poltergeist came out last week that maybe we could, get a, we could avoid a lot of them, and we did. We got in the theater, we sat down, and um, you know, at stadium seatings. I love that they have, you know, the main part where everybody sits and then the lower part where I always usually go, like two rows in, you know, so the screen kind of immerses me. Mm-hmm. Um, so me and my wife sat there and the movie was just about to start. It was the last trailer is Batman Superman trailer. So I'm like, "Oh, cool." So I know oh, Damn, I still haven't seen that in the big screen. No. <laughs> so I'm like, "Oh, that's cool cuz I knew that was going to be the last trailer they're going to show." And it was just about to end and then this group of kids like eight of them came in and they took a left to go up the stairs. I'm like, oh, thank God. And then they stopped and they looked down and then they came, they didn't sit. There's two, we are, so there's a row right at the beginning. No one was in it. There's a row after that. No one in it. Then I, me and my wife, and then there's a row in front of us and like three other rows. So they come down and they sit all right in front of us and the, they start talking right away. And so my wife leans over and says, can you please not talk? And so like half of them stopped, but remember this is a group of like eight of them. And so we're watching the movie, and I don't know, it's like maybe 40 minutes into the movie. One of the kids holds up their cell phone to get reception to send a text, and my, my wife got up. And she's like, you can put away that fucking phone. And the kid was like, and like they put it down and turned it off and were super scared. But then they kept on talking. And my point about emailing Cinemark is they perpetuate that behavior because they don't do anything about it. Like, so the the guy came in, you know, with a wand, and those kids were talking and using their phones, he didn't even say a fucking word to them. Yeah. And and that's and that's the that's the environment that they promote there because they don't do anything about it. If they actually said something to those kids and and made them uh oh, someone called me whatever um <laughs> if they actually you know did something with those kids, kicked them out or something, then they wouldn 't have that problem at that theater, mm-hmm. but no they don 't do anything about it, yep, my wife had to do something about it, and then it didn 't even fix it because and now you're emasculated you 're
1: all masculated because you didn 't do anything about it no
0: i don't my <laughs> my wife can do it i don 't care me, I just sit there and what just... what i 've been trying to do lately if I get a movie like that is I just focus on the movie, like I try to That's just hard. Yeah, I mean I I did pretty I did pretty well until they held up the phone. I mean, because the thing is is when you're that close to the screen and someone holds up something, you, you see it at your peripheral and my I mean my wife yelled at him. But then the guy came in and they're still talking and using their cell phones, didn't say anything. Yeah. And that's what I mean. And so I I tweeted that is the worst place to see a movie and uh the crazy thing is that tweet got actually retweeted a lot and then Cinemark responded. and so said email us at Facebook. No.
1: Yeah, so you can bury it.
0: Yeah, exactly. I'm not. I'm going to keep on tweeting that Cinemark sucks. Yep. And I did the same thing with Best Buy when I wanted to get Munich, and it's a Best Buy exclusive, and they didn't fucking have it there. Don't say it's going to be there. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's just a horrible place to see movies because, again, they don't do anything about it. They allow that behavior to happen. Yep. If they actually did something to those kids, then it wouldn't matter. And two, who the, who who are those kids? If that was my son and he, I found out he's doing that in theaters, I would not let him go to movies anymore. Like, you're a little dick. You don't need to go to movies. And I... So it just drove me crazy. Uh, the movie... Uh, mm-hmm. I, It was very well made. Very well made. Um, the director was good. The sound design was great. Sam Rockwell is amazing in it. Uh, I love everything he's in. Um, but it just seemed... My wife really liked it, but I just couldn't get into it. I, I You know when you see movies so I many... I know
1: Sam Rockwell's in it. <laughs>
0: yeah, he's, he's the, like the lead actor, and he's mm. really funny
1: don't um, see that in the advertisements
0: yeah <laughs> he uh so in it they moved to this town because he got laid off from his job and they have to take a cheap house if you've seen the first poltergeist obviously you know is buried on ancient indian burial grounds this one is they don't use that reference but it's still buried it's Native still, american burial yeah, <laughs> yeah well no it's still a cemetery um so anyways obviously they're there and the poltergeist are trying to reach their daughter and she goes to the poltergeist world, and, um, yeah, so they just have to save her. Um, I don't know. It's, I've seen so many movies in PG 13 horror films now, they really rely on those jump scares. And I think I've seen so many movies now, I can actually count the beats to when the scare is going to happen. Hi, buddy. It's like, um, uh, you know, they, The music really swells, you know, say, uh, because there's, good job, bud. There's, like, this one part where Sam Rockwell is going to look in the closet. So as he's walking towards the closet, the music's starting to get a little louder. As he opens the door, the music goes away. And so I count one, two, three, four, five, boom. And then it's, there's a scare. And I could do that throughout that whole film. And, you know, there's people in the theater that were scared. I mean, really, this is not scary. If I know when the jumps are coming, it doesn't scare me at all. Um... So, yeah, it's well made. Uh, it's not a bad movie, but it's not one you have to rush out. I'd say rent it um, and see it for Sam Rockwell because he also invents this uh, pizza that he adds chicken nuggets to. And I'm like, that's because no. like <laughs> <laughs> he gets pizza and his wife made nuggets. And so he's like, I'm going to put them on the pizza. Like, All right. <laughs> All right. Uh, what did you watch this week, Brad?
1: Uh, not a lot. Um, furthering your shitty movie going experiences things. I uh, I saw Mad Max twice again mm-hmm. um today being the worst experience where really? uh, obviously the movie's still great, but um uh we sat down, and then, like just as the trailer started, uh some kids came in and sat right behind us as usual, It's like a magnet, mm-hmm. I guess, um having full on out loud conversations Wait, about kids, it's a rated R movie teens yeah damn that's do you think they, they let them card- in anyways yeah that they sucks. don't care this is amc by the way not oh, cinema okay. so they're both on the shit list <laughs> um but you know so they're having these conversations and like part of me is like okay it's the trailers whatever you know mm-hmm. but you know i have f- friends in my group that are, like are enthralled with the movie or enthralled with like learning about what movies are coming out um so we're like okay it'll die down it'll die down and it doesn't it just keeps on going this chatty chick is like like you could hear them from down below. Like we're in the middle back mm. stadium part. Like you, you could probably hear them from outside the theater. Like they're so loud. That's crazy. It's especially like in a movie to like this, people off. Um, so uh, I think we get like five or six trailers in. Finally, the row in front of me, like, turns around. And says, like, "Shut up!" And then I said something like, "Yeah, shut up!" Like, and it's, I don't remember what I said. It was some snarky response to her. Like the girl says something like about what was on screen. Like, "Oh, that's weird." Like, yeah, it is weird, isn't it? It's just <laughs> a mundane thing. And then it kept going, kept going. And then finally Mike turned around and like yelled at him. Didn't stop him. They just kept going. So finally I got up. I left the theater. I went to the customer service counter. I said, look, I know it's in the trailers already, but there's this group of people behind us that are not stopping talking. And two rows have asked them to stop and mm-hmm. they haven't done anything. So I was like, okay, we'll send someone in. So I go back and I, I I sit down. They're still talking. I'm like, "Great, this guy's gonna walk in and see it. It's gonna be really easy." Mm-hmm. And then, like, as soon as that person walked in, they just kind of quieted down. And then he was there for about a minute, just looking around the theater, and then just took off. And then we never saw that guy again. Mm. So it's like, yeah, d- useless, completely fucking useless. And then uh, I forget what actually finally quieted him down. Was it the guitar? player because that's pretty awesome no I th- they probably just got sucked into like the action parts obviously when it got quiet and dramatic they started fucking up again but um yeah just shitty shitty experience but
0: i don't get why people do that why do the people think it's okay they, i don't i don't understand do you i mean i don't understand why people think it's okay to do
1: their that. parents don't like a lot of people watch movies at home they assume they can just take that experience out in the world and no one teaches them manners it's,
0: I know, but here's the thing. Did your mom or father ever tell you not to talk in movies?
1: No, they just took me
0: out of the fucking theater. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's <laughs> what I mean. I don't think... I mean, I was never taken out of a movie theater, but I never was in a position where I was the person someone told me to shut up. You know what yeah. I mean? So, I don't know.
1: I mean, I don't remember when they told me, like, to be quiet and, like, not be rude to people, but I think I just picked it up in I, I think it's 30 just 33 years. I think it's just you're a good person, and so yeah. you don't...
0: I, so if you're listening, I sat down pro-
1: there just fantasizing like I I wish I could, you know, tell this person they're a shitty person and I don't know when you have three people from different rows tell you to stop talking like and you don't I mean you do you you're blatantly like and then like they're the guy friends in the group like they go to the bathroom and come back and like stomp their way back into the seats <laughs> it's, it's like they're just trying to fuck with people yeah so fuck them and yep. I hope they. Die in a car accident and burn.
0: Did you see that? There's a Mad Max guitar player T-shirt now. That's pretty awesome.
1: <laughs> Not surprised. Yeah. <laughs> what's what's awesome about it?
0: It's it's just a guitar player and he has the guitar and his flames are shooting out of it.
1: I think he's called the the Doof Warrior. Yeah, something. I think it's like some that. Aussie phrase about music. Uh yeah, it's still pretty awesome.
0: Though. Yeah, <laughs> stupid things like that make that movie awesome.
1: I know, right? You know, it's something where you wouldn't think of about it. It's not an amazing story. It's just like it's it it bucks all these trends. That yeah, what makes it amazing? So like having weird shit deform people as your characters, mm. like yeah. I mean, and uh, you just I mean the
0: idea of just having a guitar player play like war music. Yeah, you know, is which pretty I guess cool.
1: is an extension of like you know when the like the Civil War they have like. Brigade of yeah. drummers and stuff. I mean, it's just basically and the guy that holds the flag. Yeah, yeah, that's what he's doing. That's all he's doing. But
2: it has a guitar with flames coming <laughs> yeah. out of it. <laughs> it's,
1: it's just like, hey, what can we have in this movie? And how can we make it even more badass? And, yeah, well, we could have a guy with a guitar. Yeah, but what like fire shot out of it? Keep going. <laughs>
0: but what's cool too is uh you know Lots the character design is really cool because he has those bandages wrapped around his face and like spikes yeah. coming out of his head and he has no eyes. He knows <laughs> no eyes and it's just it's just a cool movie. Yeah. Um, I'm not as crazy about it as you guys are, but it's a cool movie. That's fine.
1: Yeah. Uh, it's, but you have to <laughs> he see that. Appreciate it's uh, yeah. I mean, you still
0: have to see the film. I mean,
1: yeah, it's like nothing you've seen in like 10 years. Yeah. It's crazy. Wow. He is just on a roll today. I gave him some rockstar energy. Drink. <laughs> <laughs> he trained him to become Brandon. Totally. Um, and the other thing I watched was the princess bride. Nice. Yeah. Which is obviously a classic. Um, I've, I've got that. I got that Dread Pir- Pirate Roberts edition. Mm-hmm. When they did like a Buttercup edition, and
0: oh, I don't even know that. Like, I have like the 25th anniversary one
1: on Blu-ray. Yeah. Yeah, I just have the DVD still. Um, but yeah, they they basically did like, I guess the guy version and the girl version. And I bought it years ago, but I never actually opened it up because you know i would seen it before. Mm-hmm. So, so I'm playing around the menu, and right away, as soon as you put it in, it's like uh, you have two choices: Do you believe in true love, or do you want to challenge the Dread Pirate Roberts? <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, I want to challenge the direct <laughs> Roberts. And Obviously. It, just, it just changes the menu theme. Oh. I'm trying to talk, man. <laughs> don't worry. They probably don't, can't hear him too don't well. beat up on Jack Bauer. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: Yeah, that's, my <laughs> that's my man is a legend. That's my life. Show part. him some respect. <laughs> show your kid respect, John Jack Bauer.
0: I know. They're, they're playing it at uh, Film on the Rocks, and that one always yeah. sells out. I and know. I'm interested to go to it because the other movies – I want to see Jurassic Park is too. I might go see
1: Jurassic oh, Park. Oh, Nice. There. I'd love to go to, Red, but I always feel like it's just like a situation where I just I would just get sold out. Like, yeah, every movie
0: they do, but I mean, they I think Jurassic Park
1: and Prince is probably the ones I want to see this year. I don't remember what else is playing there, but in the past they've done Back to the Future and mm-hmm. they always do Breakfast Club. I wish they'd stop doing Breakfast Club. <laughs> I do not care about Breakfast Club. That is not a movie that's worth seeing. You know like, what's funny is I, nature.
0: I got the Blu-ray about a year ago, and I said, man, I remember loving this movie, and I watching it, and I'm like, meh, <laughs> it's okay. Yeah. I still like weird science more.
1: <laughs> I mean, I'm sure it's like my with Ninja Turtles for a lot of people it's, it's oh, the yeah. memories that are associated with mm. seeing it in the eighties oh, yeah. that better than the movie itself. Um so yeah, uh yeah, Princess Bride, great, fun. Oh, that's it a has great all these movie. special features about like there's two making of, makings of Oh really? One from the eighties and then one from modern times, and then it has like Carrie Elway's uh home videos Oh, cool. of being on set and like a retrospective of Andre the Giant. Um Yeah, just fun interesting behind the scenes stuff and um, like the disappointment of how it's marketed. Hmm. like Did not make a lot of money. I don't remember. No, it was, it, it, it basically, you know, it's like mall rats or mm-hmm. clerks. It just found its audience on home video. Uh, Cause you know, uh, I think it was MGM. I forget what studio sure, actually. Yeah, I think I just, it is MGM. It's changed hands, obviously. Um, oh yeah.
0: MGM is bankrupt
1: now. So, well, I, I guess uh, the original writer of the book, um, William Goldman, William Goldman, like sold it to Fox or something. And then that Fox executive got fired. So then they had to ship it to another studio who greenlit it and then they didn't have the money. So they canceled it. And then it moved on to another studio. And I think, um, I think it died there. And then it finally went to the, the final studio. And then they were like, so gung ho about it. But then when they finally like put it together, like, Oh, wait a minute. We actually don't know how to like market this. Like, is it for guys? Is it for girls? Like, what is it? it's so all over the map. It's like, just market it for what it is, uh, which is how it worked on video. Yeah.
0: I mean, I just love to, there's some moments in it. I I love when Wesley and Buttercup are going through the, the, what's the woods called? I forget. The uh, fire swamps? The fire swamps. There we go. Uh, And he goes... (laughs) <laughs> R O U S S VO size. I don't think they exist. And then he gets clobbered by one. Yeah, I think
1: that's the thing that makes me laugh the most is just the delivery on that. Yeah, like... that's why Carrie always is
0: great. <laughs> I mean, uh, he's in he's so great in Hot Shots too. If you've never seen Hot Shots, um, and I also I still get a little choked up at the end where he says, "Grandpa, can you come and read that to me again tomorrow?" And he just says, "As you wish." Oh, yeah.
1: So great. Yeah, Manny Patinkin. Like, oh, their whole sword amazing. fight, like just the back and forth. <laughs> yeah, and you just. The training those guys went through to do that. In yeah, his, they show that in the special features. Do they really? So, like, man, obviously, uh, Rob Reiner made them watch a bunch of like uh, Errol Flynn, Douglas Fairbanks stuff. Yeah. He's like, all right, you need to do this, but make it the best fight ever. And so they literally, like, every uh in that scene, it's no stunt people. It's Carrie Elways and Mandy Patinkins going at each other. Someone's just today.
0: He's, well, sometimes he gets in these weird moods where he cranky and rambunctious. Well, he hasn't taken a nap. He refuses to take a nap, so he's you a little take a nap. So he's a little asshole.
1: Your eyes look a little red. <laughs> he doesn't care. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Fuck this podcast. <laughs>
0: He's really passionate about The Princess Bride. But no, great choice. I didn't know they had two separate editions on the DVD.
1: On the DVD, I'm yeah. I'm pretty
0: sure just I had the original like DVD where it probably had like the trailer, mm-hmm. and then I just upgraded to the Blu-ray, the 25th anniversary one. I haven't yeah. really explored the special features. I watched
1: one. I hope the Blu-ray has all those.
0: It might. I watched the one with Rob Reiner and Carrie Elway's and Robin Penn, Wright, Robin Wright <laughs> um, talk about the film. And I think it might have been new for the Blu-ray, because it, it seemed like it was a high definition. Um, but that's cool. Yep. Because I mean, if I knew there's a Dread Pirate Roberts version, I'd get that one. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, I think they're both the same edition. It's just like one has a pink cover, and one has like a green cover, and, and well, if you choose I'm the sold. menu, you get to choose which version you got. So uh,
0: I'm sold on the Dread Pirate, Pirate Roberts. Yeah. And if you want to read a book, read the book. A book is great because it also has um, the scene where uh, where Manny Patinkin's uh, uh, Montoya is talking about his father. Uh, the Six-Fingered Man, mm-hmm. the book has a whole chapter about his father and how he was the greatest swords maker in all of Spain, and it's a great chapter in how mm-hmm. the Six-Fingered Man came and killed him. And it's a yeah,
1: they, they elaborate a little bit on it in the movie, but a little bit, but it's not as I'm in sure depth. as a chapter. It's yeah. probably more in depth. And I, I never really put it together before, but the the Six-Fingered Man, it's on his right hand, and mm-hmm. he's the right hand man, uh, man of oh, wow, the King Humperdinck, yeah, which. Uh, <laughs> I, f- I figured out through the special features like huh, I didn't even think that you just layer blew my mind. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah, and I love the scene too where he's chasing him and Andre the Giant throws a rock, and he's like, "I missed you on purpose. <laughs> I could use the rock if you want." Yeah. <laughs> it's
1: really funny. There's a uh, there's a trivia game on there mm-hmm. too. Like uh, it just asks you like the most generic questions and you answer them. And even if you get it wrong, you still get to go to the end of the quiz. <laughs> um, but like one of them is. Um, what is uh, why does why does he wear the the mask? And mm-hmm. like the, the answers are like like to hide from the internet or something. Or basically the the main answer is because uh, it feels good. And like <laughs> I chose the other one and I was like I didn't realize like yeah he actually says it in the movie just because like yeah. it's stylish. Yeah, yeah. this is funny. And and
0: the showdown with uh, Wallace Shaw's... Sean yeah yeah Sean yeah is amazing because. <laughs>
1: Yeah, he wasn't a, he wasn't the like Rob Reiner's choice for that movie, but he came really? in and did the audition and totally surprised everybody. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, that's a great it's a great film. And the the writer of the book actually like when he wrote it, like he had Andre the Giant in mind. Really, for that character. I so didn't when know they that. made the movie, yeah,
0: I should watch the special features on that because it sounds interesting. Yeah, it's good stuff. Cool.
1: <laughs> Kellen, Kellen. Right. get used to those bars, kid. Back to the future I reference. I don't want him reaching in Reggie's snap. Uh, I don't think he would, but... Reggie's got better things to do. Plus, <laughs> he can't see him. <laughs> That's true.
0: <laughs> uh, this is what's been happening in the movie world.
2: It's real news!
0: Get it? It's it's news. Did, did you get it? Mostly. All right, cool. Uh... So the Spider-Man casting, they screen tested six actors in Atlanta. Um, None of them were good enough. <laughs> I don't know. They haven't said anything yet. Uh, Asa Butterfield has been kind of talked about as being the front runner. I do also like Tom Holland. He was the, I don't know if you saw The Impossible. Um, he's one of the little boys of uh, Naomi Watson. He's really, really good. And I'm pretty sure he was nominated for an Oscar, actually, for that film. Um, he's Yeah, so he's pretty good. Um so, yeah, so they're getting really close. I'm guessing sometime this week they're going to announce who Spider-Man is because the reason it was at, in Atlanta because they're filming <laughs> they're filming Civil War right now in Atlanta. So my guess is they're going to be filming the Spider-Man part really soon. And, you know, they got to get him fitted for a costume and all that stuff. So I'm excited. Anytime. I know people might not like Spider-Man as much right now, but I'm still excited because I love Spider-Man. You did not just fuck with The Office. Oh, Dude. <laughs> Look at my family guys all over the place. All the paper boxes, of course. Of course. Not the plastic ones. I, I know I should switch them, but then it require me to move tons of DVDs and, you know.
1: Which you've done plenty of.
0: Yeah, I've done that enough. Um, also, um, some bad news is uh, Tron 3 has been officially Ugh. canceled by Disney. Broke my heart. So I, I don't know what made them have a change of heart so fast. Fuck you, Disney, because and fuck they you, Tomorrowland. They were talking about how...
1: Olivia Wilde was back on board. Yeah, and stuff, all these and
0: people are back on board, and then two weeks later, now we're not going to do it.
1: The thing I read is because of Tomorrowland, Disney's like skittish about sci-fi movies. And mm-hmm. I'm like, dude, all the Marvel movies are sci-fi. Relax. <laughs> yeah. If
0: you if you make the movie good, then you don't have to worry about it.
1: Like, really, you're going to like shit on another property just because like this one that has no basis in anything? It's not even like like Tron's based on something that sort of worked 25 still, years I, ago. I still haven't seen Tron
0: Legacy. What? Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's one of the. I have enough points on my Disney I thought you at least saw it and hated it. <laughs> no, I have never seen it. Damn it. I still have points on my Disney movie rewards and that's I can get that on Blu-ray three D for free, so I might do that.
1: I mean it's not a great story, but like, Is it was it
0: worth it for free? For free? Yeah, yeah, well I mean obviously I bought a lot of Disney movies, but I mean I just cash in the points and I get a free movie. So it's the Tron three D legacy I can get. Is it is it worth it for me to use my points on it?
1: Hmm... <laughs> <laughs> Well, and keep, for you, well, well, keep in mind <laughs> I do it, but but
0: keep in mind though too, I have almost every other Disney movie, so it's really I just.
1: <laughs> I, I think it's special, like all right. If you watch the, you know the original Tron and like it, special effects and stuff, it was good for its time, but like, Tron Legacy blows it out of the water. Like this, the art direction and all right, I'll order um, it today. Yeah, CGI just Jeff Bridges is terrible, but. <laughs> Yeah, it 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 moves it moves that franchise along. It's it's sad that cuz it kind of ends on like a cliffhanger. Hmm. Well, so now maybe we're not they'll figure find out what happens next.
0: They I mean they figured out uh
1: I mean, and sure it's maybe dead right now. Yeah, but they so figured out the Lone Ranger, so maybe they can figure it which out. Which just sucks is like if they wait like another 10 years, Olivia Wilde probably won't be in it and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Ah, she's so, so hot. I know. God, I love her. And she's like
0: cool. Like when you read interviews with her, she seems really cool. Yeah. Yeah, she's beautiful. I know. Um have you seen uh the 30 minutes of Kung Fury?
1: <laughs> uh, i have seen it and i can't wait for the blu-ray to show up i know it's
0: uh it's basically lighting up the internet right now and if you haven't seen it it's basically a cop who uh, he hacks in time or
1: jumps <laughs> gets, through time he, he gets struck know. by a lightning bolt and uh absorbs kung fu powers okay from uh because he's fighting a monk at the time mm. um so he absorbs all this chinese like philosophy and stuff and
0: i I just uh i know i saw the little uh clip of him fighting hitler yeah so i was sold right away so that's kind of blowing up the scene and uh let's hope that the whole movie can withstand its concept because it looks pretty good
1: it started as a kickstarter they made a trailer that was awesome and then even i donated to make the movie happen oh you did at the time they promised like a feature film Mm -hmm. but with the six hundred thousand dollars they got they only got to 30 minutes but it's it's a, it's a pretty tight 30-minute... It's, actually, it's almost as long as Jean-Claude Van Damme and has sort of the same gags.
0: Yeah, so, I mean, well, the thing is, is too, maybe if someone sees this and it's popular enough, then they'll give them a lot of money yeah. to make a full-blown movie. I think they
1: say it on the website. They're just like, yeah, here it is. We expanded it, but we're really hoping someone likes it enough that they'll take it to the feature film level. Because mm-hmm. we couldn't. But, I mean, the special effects... Obviously, it's a lot of CGI and green screen, mm-hmm. but it's also cheesy, but... It seems like a movie Will Ferrell should make. You know produce get behind
0: it and produce it and yeah maybe Will Ferrell I don't know he doesn't
1: have to start it. I'm just saying like you know be the guy who puts it out there or the guy who did like Hobo with a shotgun like mm-hmm. um, it's totally I think that obviously that movie wasn't like 20 million dollars so it's it's in, the, it's in the same vein I think they could uh, at least with a million or two million uh, expand upon Kung Fury I mean what they did put in the movie with this like the CGI arcade cabinet and stuff and the uh, dinosaurs and compositing like it it looks like you're watching a VHS, but it's still, like, really good. And Kellen's destroying things again, which means Ryan has to leave the podcast. Yeah, you can
0: watch. Can you watch the whole movie yet,
1: or is it just yes, the trailer? the whole thing for free.
0: Oh, okay. I just thought it was a trailer. I've only seen On YouTube, the
1: trailer. Go to the website. Yeah, watch the whole movie. It's great. Um, this T-Rex fights an eagle, and uh, they show you how that wouldn't work <laughs> <laughs> quite so awesomely. It's great he has a sidekick cop called triceracops mm-hmm. triceracop nice and it's like a cgi triceratops man hybrid and you haven't watched danger five yet but there's also a bunch of danger five style gags in it uh, i mean that's, they're also killing hitler so uh,
0: that's uh that's on my queue i i'll, I'll watch it this week sweet um because i've been i've been watching so much like aqua like i should watch that danger five because aqua has been my wife's been la- laughing at Aquatine, and my wife hates stupid stuff and she was laughing really hard at, there's like this mucus one where they're licking a doorknob and they create a <laughs> mucus-like guy. Yep. And my wife was just laughing so hard. I said, you like this stuff, but you don't like MacGruber and, st- and things like that. It's basically the same kind of humor. Women are weird. Yep. Um. So, uh, in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, uh, they've cast Bebop and Rocksteady. Bebop is Gary Anthony Williams. And WWE superstar Sheamus is going to be playing Rocksteady. So. Yep. Um I ride right on? Okay. I guess. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. If they've they uh, I hope they make him a triceratops and a warthog, that'd be sweet. I hope they're just not like henchmen. You,
1: you know mean, what I mean? You mean a rhinocer- rhinoceros.
0: Yeah, what would I say? Triceratops. Oh, I mean, yeah, rhinoceros. <laughs> I just hope they're not like henchmen, you know, like just normal dudes. Well, they
1: already posted pictures of them as the human versions of, them, of themselves, yeah. so who knows if they even changed in the movie, but um they're getting pretty literal with the costume design. I hope so um, actually he didn't have those like 3D glasses that he has from the 80s but um, yeah I mean my expectations are so low with the movie Oph. we'll see what happens but, you know
0: I was I'm doing this comic book movie marathon and I keep on when I go to Tracer I'm like please be used please be used I still haven't <laughs> seen one used and when I was there I was looking through and I was like oh fuck I need to watch Jonah Hex too
1: <laughs>
0: I haven't seen it I guess I shouldn't judge it but I know it's not it's not gone to good reviews
1: I think it's saw part of it it was <laughs> terrible
0: And Rick Baker is retiring from filmmaking. Uh, He said CG effects has just been getting so much that there's really no place for animatronics as much anymore. Um, And he's also 64. And he's left his mark on movies anyways.
1: He's accomplished plenty. He can
0: go relax. I mean, you can say stuff that American Werewolf in London is the greatest werewolf transformation on screen ever. Um, I mean, he's done the Rocketeer. The Men in Black stuff. I mean, his creature designs in Men in Black is are really good. Yeah. So E sixty four, take a break, man. You've left your. You earned it. You've earned it. Some some cool news too. Uh, Jaws is going to be re released in theaters for its fortieth anniversary. <laughs> and uh, I I will probably be there because I've never seen Jaws in theaters. Have you?
1: I don't know. Maybe I saw it at midnight.
0: Can't they're uh, they're doing the. Uh, What's that? What's that called? The like when it's the thing that's the Met. It's like the same thing. It's like the events like Fathom events. Fathom event? yeah. yeah. And I guess uh, it's. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I-, I can't wait. I want to see it. And I think it's cool that they're re-releasing it in theaters, even though the Blu-ray I have is really amazing. Um, and I probably don't need to see it in theaters, but I'm still going to. You sure you don't want
1: kids? Positive.
0: Uh, yeah, and that's about it for news. I don't have anything else unless you remember anything else I missed. No, I think you covered it all. Yeah, I just wanted to get in the Jaws 40th because it's one of my favorite movies ever.
1: I'm <sighs> sure James is excited.
0: Yeah. We have one more piece of news. Sorry, my son is being really problematic today. Um, so there was a trailer released, and I want you to play this trailer for me, Brad, so, th- so th- our fans can know what we're talking about. The remake of Point Break... It was released this week, and here's a trailer for Point Break.
2: What kind of people are we dealing with here? A set of perps with a very unusual skill set. Utah, I need a theory. So why not deploy your chute above the jungle and escape like a normal person? Because I'm thinking these aren't normal people, sir.
0: I believe that, like me, the people behind these robberies are extreme athletes. Using their skills to disrupt the international financial markets. And they don't care who gets killed in the process.
2: They call me Bodhi.
1: There's a few billion dollars of gold down there. You're going to steal it? No, we're going to liberate it.
2: You show me whose side you're on. Criminal masterminds. These kids partying away their lives. We can get these guys. I just need more time. Do you have any idea how many people you've killed? How many laws you've broken?
1: The only law that matters is gravity. Stop!
0: We also got a phone call from James, and James is discussing the trailer of Point Break. Here's the phone call from James.
2: Hey, guys, it's James. Sorry I couldn't be on the show this week, but I figured as the resident... Point Break fan, I should uh, add in my two cents about the new trailer. Uh, And I'll admit, I'm actually pleasantly surprised. Um, It's not really a Point Break movie. It's just a movie about some dudes who like, like the the ideas are the same, but it's not an FBI agent who has to go undercover as a surfer. So, you know, it's it seems kind of different. I'm not saying that I want to see the movie. (laughs) That's 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 a bit of a stretch, but at least they, they are clearly remaking sequences of the movie or of the original, right? Like, you don't see them robbing a bank in masks like presidents or anything like that. Like, there is a shot where they they have some kind of a mask on, so there might be sort of an homage to it, but it doesn't look as deliberately similar. It's more of a, like, oh, man, these guys do extreme sports. Like, it's this dumb bro thing that's very different. Um, so, I, I don't know. Like, I... I think I'm going to want to check it out and probably find it to be inoffensive at best. <laughs> but uh, anyway, it's it's an interesting trailer, um, but certainly not good, I don't think. Anyway, miss you guys. Have a good show. Thanks. Have you seen the trailer? I have not.
0: It's not good. Okay. It's like... Uh, I've
1: never seen the original, so I don't... Oh,
0: that, the original is okay. Everyone thinks it's like some great action film, and it's really not that great. The acting in it is horrible. Um, I mean, the action's pretty cool. In the remake, instead of them just being like surfer guys, they're extreme like sports guys. So they're doing um, base jumping, and they're doing um, snowboarding, and there's no name stars in it. So it doesn't look that good. Great. <laughs> <laughs> it comes out like Christmas I'm so Day. Excited. Um, it's one of those movies, I don't know why they're making a remake of it, because... Because Red Dawn did so well. Yeah, exactly. And I, I just don't understand. It might be it. one of those
1: situations where like they want to keep the property, so they have to make something with it to keep the contract going. Maybe.
0: Maybe, maybe for the copyright too. Yeah, um, because it d- doesn't look that inspired to tell you the truth. When I was watching it, I was like, um, "They're trying to make it cool, like you know, base jumping and all that stuff." But I don't, I don't see it. Like, I'm not sold on it at all. So. I don't know. Maybe they'll release a better trailer. I mean, it's still seven months away, but I. I mean, it's not like I. Um, it's not like I had super high hopes for a remake of Point Break, anyways. Because yeah. uh, I mean, James loves it, and I watched it recently because James liked it so much, and it really has maybe one of the worst line deliveries of anybody ever, and it's uh, Keanu Reeves, and he says, "Brody, I am in the FBI." Yeah, that's pretty. I pretty much did it verbatim and that's how bad it is and there's a part and keanu reeves's character is named johnny utah and he shows up one time to get chewed out by the chief of police with a surfboard yep that really happens in point break the movie if you ever want to borrow it brad i I have it on my shelf
1: we'll see (laughs) it might be on netflix
0: it might be Uh, but you won't get the the high definition awesomeness that is swayze no okay so, I have I do like Roadhouse, and they released a new version of Roadhouse in a red Blu-ray case. I'm like, oh, I should get that version, because it's only six bucks at Best Buy right now. Mm. But I like red Blu-ray co- cases, like the Birdman mm. one.
1: Like anything that's not blue? Yeah. Because it's interesting.
0: Um, but yeah, so James... uh you was,
1: came in red cases? HD DVDs?
0: They were, like, maroon. <laughs> Close enough. And, but the problem with HD DVDs is, you know, they weren't that good. They were awesome.
1: <laughs> they originally put both movies on either side. It's great. Yeah. Like DVD and HD versions. And, you know, if you were first generation, you could get a player that was compatible with the disc. You'd have to, like, try to figure out which disc went to which players. <laughs> yeah. The good
0: old days. The good old days. You got that, buddy? I don't even know what you're doing right now. Driving me up a fucking wall is what you're doing. That's what he does. That's why the nipples break. It's because he just chews on them. I feel bad for your wife. <laughs> I know. I hope he doesn't do that to my wife. <laughs> Buddy, um, what's wrong today? Are you tired and grumpy? Oh, he's cranky. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I know. He's like he's never like, really like, bad. He's working that bottle like a drunk. I know. And, but he doesn't want to drink it, so he's just playing
1: with it. He's going to spill it all over you. Yeah, that's all right. He's going to toss it over the chair. Yeah, there it goes. Um, so do you have a comic book for this week?
2: We don't have
0: to.
1: Have do one. I do I have
0: a comic book? I always have a comic book. I can always I can always pick a comic book. I'm buddy.
2: What's up, nerds? It's the Comics Corner.
0: Um if if you're looking for some great Spider-Man stories, pick up Marvel Masterworks Spider-Man 7 and it has one of my favorite Green Goblin stories in it. It's a 48-page or page turner where the Green Goblin is slipping Norman Osborn is slipping in and out of uh, his persona of the Goblin and as Norman Osborn, and he invites Peter Parker over for dinner, and he's going to reveal that he's Spider-Man. But through yes, quick he's coming to dinner. Yes, but through quick uh, thinking by Pete, he throws his web cartridges into the fire and causes smoke to break out, so everyone gets out, and he's able to change it to Spider-Man and fight the Green Goblin. What's really cool is it was um, originally an oversized magazine, um, story that appeared in Spectacular Spider-Man number two. And it has a fully painted cover by John Romita. Um, and John Romita does the art for it. It's, it's a really great story. And that uh, masterworks also includes uh, Spider-Man's uh, fight with Mysterio, where Mysterio shrinks Spider-Man down into this giant amusement park and he tries to smush him and um, it's pretty cool. But he really doesn't shrink Spider-Man down. See, He's a master of illusion. So he, Spider-Man just thinks he's trapped in a giant amusement park with Mysterio trying to kill him. So pick up Spider-Man, Marvel Masterworks number seven. And it has a cute Spider-Man Gwen Stacy on the co- on the spine. And if you get it at uh, comic stores, it has the Romita cover painted on it. Um, if you don't get it at comic stores, it's some other cover. I don't even know. But...
1: Newsstand cover.
0: Yeah, newsstand cover. So yeah, pick that one up. Pick that one up. Uh, whatever I just said.
1: So I guess that just leaves the movie for this week, right?
0: Uh, no. no. These are the box office numbers. Oh, right. This is the
2: box office stats.
0: Uh, Tomorrowland was the number one movie with $42 million. Um, It underperformed <laughs> because the movie is not good. Um, yeah, I don't think they're going to make their money back. It cost $200 million to make. Whoops. <laughs> yep. Maybe internationally they will. It seems
1: like a movie that plays well internationally. So John Carter didn't work, the Lone Ranger didn't work and now Tomorrowland. Mm-hmm. It's like unless it's Marvel, Disney's batting, like <laughs> zero. Average is pretty bad.
0: Yeah, but that's the thing is, you know, Avengers is already at like 1.4 billion. So,
1: oh, well, they're covered for money wise. It's <laughs> yeah. just like just that whole Tron thing and it makes me upset. Yeah,
0: because it, it, I think Tron was pretty successful. I mean, comparatively.
1: <laughs> I think it debuted at more than 40 Yeah. million. I don't remember.
0: Thank you, buddy. See, he feels bad. He gives me kisses. I'm on box office mode. Do you want me to look it up for you? Um, if you got an extra hand. Oh, yeah.
1: He can fall off the chair. It's all right. He's wiping your kiss off his face. I know. He hates me. And I can't connect to the internet, so whatever.
0: I got it. Um, Hitron Legacy made $172 million in its run and $44 million, uh opening weekend. So, yeah. And that's four years ago. So, what's four years ago? $44 million is probably 60 million now. Yeah. Not that bad. No, that's pretty. That's pretty damn good. Let's see what its budget is. Well, its budget was one seventy. Made four hundred million worldwide. So well,
1: it's gone forever, kid.
0: <sighs> what are we gonna do? Cool. This is what's coming out on Blu-ray.
2: DVD releases in blu ray
0: Dum 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 dum. Load the page. Come on, iPad. Uh, Brad, I know you'll be picking up Jupiter Ascending probably in 3D,
1: right? Whatever deluxe combo pack they have of it. <laughs> Whatever the $40 edition is.
0: Nice. Uh, Justify the final season. Uh, James will be really excited for that. The Wire, the complete series on Blu-ray. Um, I never watched The Wire, have you?
1: I haven't. I um, heard it's like one of the
0: greatest shows ever.
1: Yep. Um, but I heard people don't like the Blu-ray version because they like cropped it or try to make it HD like hmm. your shot in 4x3. Yeah. So they just zoomed in on stuff and like
0: Why do they do that? Why don't they just keep it 4x3?
1: Uh, it's like back in the day when they were like, well people don't want to watch bars on their screen, so uh we'll take the movies you saw in theaters and just square them up. And now it's the reverse of that where it's like people have, you know, horizontal TVs. Mm-hmm. So it creates bars on the left and right instead and then they pe- think people are upset with, you know, having bar- bars on the left and right of the screen. So but that's so they silly. Try to fill the frame because
0: you've watched the Dick Van Dyke Show on Blu-ray, right? Yep. It looks amazing. Yeah. Who cares about the black bars?
1: Apparently, a lot of morons do.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, SpongeBob, there are new movies coming out. It's a Sponge Out of Water. Uh, the Margot Robbie movie Focus. I like how I just skipped over Will Smith. <laughs> um, <laughs> good old Kevin Costner, McFarland, USA. Uh, 1776 is getting a deluxe Blu-ray edition as a musical set to the War of Independence. Um, this one's cool. I might get. I'll probably get this one. Apollo Thirteenth, Twentieth Anniversary.
1: Oh, you know, I actually watched the HD of that a few weeks ago and totally forgot. Yeah, yeah.
0: I'm not sure what's different about uh, the twentieth anniversary. It's probably.
1: I'm surprised, like Tom Max is it on the cover?
0: I know. It just has the moon and the Apollo spacecraft.
1: Studios go standby. through so much trouble of, of like marketing and like changing their package design to like put faces on things. You get on that when they took all the faces off.
0: I know it's weird. And it's, Especially. Not even
1: like, it's not even like a bad movie,
0: and someone like Tom Hanks, yeah, is maybe the most bankable star. Um, Falling size, Falling Sky, season four. Did you ever watch that show? I never have. No. Uh, I am getting Scarecrows, which is a Scream Factory edition. It's like a slasher '80s film about killer scarecrows. <laughs> uh, Killing Jesus. I know that's on your list.
1: <laughs> Why is that on my list? It shouldn't be on your list. <laughs>
0: I think that's based on those, like, Bill O'Reilly books where he writes, like, Killing Jesus, Jesus. Killing Kennedy. Yeah, I know, right? Lame. Um Stop funding that guy. I know, right? Yeah, that's the Beetle Bailey, the 65th anniversary collector's edition is coming out.
1: I guess it's good for my wallet. There hasn't been anything great for a while.
0: Yep. Uh, El Señor de los Celos um, is coming out. Um, Extinction, Jurassic Predators, because, uh, you know, they're capitalizing on Jurassic World coming out soon. Dora the Explorer. Some really provocative anime that's called Stepsister, where girls are honking each other's hooters. Yeah, that looks like that's about it. I'm going to keep on scrolling in case something else down. I
1: know, James always insists all the good stuff's at the top, but sometimes they don't catalog it right, and some major titles end up at the bottom.
0: Uh, not this time, though. Um, mm. Yep. Well, there is a Maximum Action 4-pack that has Last Action Hero, Universal Soldier, Russian Specialist, and Into the Sun. So two of those movies are cool. Did you see that? I saw that Jean-Claude Van Damme has a new Blu-ray coming out called Pound of Flesh.
1: Yeah, that's supposed to be in theaters, too. Hmm. That's so what I'm hoping for. Wait, oh, it might be like... Uh, my parents are already on, uh, on demand. Really? Do they like it? No. <laughs> uh,
0: there's also Pac-Man y los Adventures
1: Fantastimo.
0: Pac-Jurassico. So that's good. Pac-Man is branching out to our Latino viewers. Yeah, and that's what's coming out.
1: You know, his name in Japan is Paku Paku.
0: Yeah. Well, why is that?
1: Because... <laughs> uh, when people would write it, uh, they would graffiti over the U, and it, it may it look like, f- or the, over the P. They'd cross out the part of the P, and it'd look like fuck you, fuck you. <laughs> I wish I'd have an arcade cabinet that said fuck you, fuck you on <laughs> it. <laughs>
0: um, yeah, so this week I went and saw San Andreas. Um, Brad did not. He let down our listeners. I'm sure they really wanted to hear what you had to say about this film.
1: Yeah, they want to hear what I hear about any film, any week, right? Okay. Maybe they, Uh,
0: you you know what? You say that, but Cora wrote in an email saying that she went and saw Mad Max because of you. It was
1: more James, I'm sure.
0: Um, but she mentioned you by just name. Just let me in, just out of. Uh, she didn't let me. She didn't let me in, so obviously I didn't sway her to go see the film. Well, yeah, you didn't praise it as much as we did. <laughs> um. So Ryan, should people go see San Andreas? Yeah, it's actually pretty cool. Oh, Okay. Um. I, I, was, actually, I was actually I should have
1: seen it because you're like biased because the rock's in it. No,
0: you're, you're, uh, it looks
1: like 2012 with the rock in it.
0: Yeah, it is. Um, <laughs> but here's the thing: is I think people become so jaded as moviegoers because um, the special effects in it are pretty amazing. And but there's some parts we can tell it's green screen. And I, you know, I'm looking at like, oh, that's green screen just because the way it's lit. You know what I mean? But um, as as I was leaving the theater, I said, when did I get to a point? where there's literally showing buildings collapse, and it looks spectacular. And I see a green I'm like, oh, that's fake. That's stupid. Like, these guys are pouring their hearts and souls out into these <laughs> set pieces. And I'm like, no, well, that actually doesn't look that real.
1: <laughs> it might be that they're trying so hard to amaze you that they're just forgetting that what works is that you don't notice it's an effect. Well,
0: it, but that's the thing, though. In those these movies, there's no way you couldn't because, <laughs> I mean, that's what – that's what the movie is it's a spectacle so you know you have to create those effects it's pretty effective Uh, the film is actually fun i mean it's not a super great film but i actually had fun watching it uh there's some really convenient moments in it the rock always shows up just before something's someone's gonna die um yeah i think you should go see it in theaters because it's pretty loud and awesome here's a trailer
2: That the shaking is not over we'll get hit again and it's going to be a bigger monster
1: oh my
2: god the earth will literally crack open and you will feel it on the east coast
1: I thought you were wrapping up the review. I was like, "Yep, that's it." <laughs> yeah. uh, I mean, night, I, folks. I mean, I really
0: don't have that much more to say. Uh, in It Rock plays a F- Los Angeles Fire Department helicopter pilot who rescues people, and the opening rescue is this girl. She's trapped in her car, like on the side of a cliff, and so he, you know, the rock is flying the helicopter, and the the one guy goes down there to save. The girl, but as he's trying to strap the car to the helicopter in case the car slips, his hand gets pinned between the car and the rock. What? No, the, the rock on the side of the cliff. No. Oh. The rock. And uh, so he he's stuck. And so all of a sudden, the rock puts it on autopilot. And he says, I'm going down. And he straps himself in and he goes down and the car's about to slide. He doesn't know what to do. And he literally rips the door off <laughs> and he throws it and grabs a chick and pulls her out. Yeah, it was pretty awesome. Yeah, I, I mean, that's what kind of movie it is. It's not... You know, it's not Mad Max. It's not gonna re- a whole few things are. <laughs> it's not gonna change the way you see movies. But at the same time it's pretty entertaining. I mean, if you want to see The Rock go around and rescue people through huge set pieces, and then it's intercut with Paul Giamatti talking about how dangerous the San Andreas fault is. It's fun. I mean Paul Giamatti's a great actor, yeah. and uh even though his dialogue is really on the point, you know, he he says stuff. I'm
1: clearly a scientist. Exactly. <laughs> and he'll
0: say stuff like, um, you know, in Los Angeles, we felt the 9.2. And then he'll look at the camera because he's being interviewed and say, it'll be nothing like the folks in San Francisco. And then it cuts to, you know, the Rock's daughters in San Francisco. And he has to go save her. And, uh, yeah. And then there's just one big set piece after another. Uh, there's a really cool part where they're going up the San Francisco Bay and there's a huge tsunami coming and the rock's like, we got to get the boat over the top before it cresses. And as he's going up, this huge shipping, like this huge ship comes over. So he's dodging like cargo falling off of it. And he always just avoids dying <laughs> and he doesn't even really get beat up at all. Um, so does all California just go in the water? Uh, no, it's just the San Andreas fault. So it's basically Los Angeles to San Francisco Um So part of California gets submerged. It it cracks, yeah. So it makes like a river. Um, Yeah. And that one girl from Texas Chainsaw, who's pretty hot, her name's like Alexandria something. The new
1: one that sucked, right? Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah. She's like the heroine in the new one. Nice. Um, Yeah. She's pretty hot. And there's this part where she's underwater and swimming and her boobs are just like going. (laughs) Dual flotation device. Yeah. But I mean there's some actually there's a, there is a really great I don't know great's the right word. There's a really <laughs> heartfelt story where the rock and his wife are estranged because uh the rock went rafting with you their daughter. You
1: save everyone else, but you don't never save me. So the rock Oh my god, really? No, the
0: rock went uh rafting with their younger daughter and she died, and so he became distant from her and they so they're separated. But the rock has this really great scene you can Um, save
1: everyone else but you couldn't save our daughter oh my god he has this
0: great scene where he's he, he doesn't say that but he says um you know she looked at me and she looked at her eyes when she realized i couldn't save her and he delivers it really well and it's really well done i think if the rock wasn't in it it'd be 2012 because he's for some reason he has this great presence on screen and yeah it's it's a fun movie and at the end, it gets really hokey because he, uh... So after everything, I'll let you... I'll spoilers. Uh, his daughter, his wife, and him all live. I know you're shocked. Um Wait, I thought she died. Oh, no, he has... That was his youngest daughter. Oh, okay. So he has to save his other daughter. And he... She almost drowns, too. But that's not going to stop The Rock this time. He's got a second chance to make things right. <laughs> he does. Um And, I mean, she's super hot, so you got to save her. Um... <laughs> So, anyways, at the end, they're all l- overlooking San Francisco and, you know, how California is now. And I forget which character asks him. They say, so what do we do now? And he looks. He says, we rebuild. And then the American flag is, like, flowing. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's cheesy, but, again, it's it's entertaining. I mean, it's, yeah. Paul Giamatti's the scientist in it.
1: <laughs> so, if it didn't have the rock in it, would it still be, like, a- uh, worth a fun movie
0: i don't know that's the thing is because i think he's really charismatic so i don't know who you could put else could put in there i mean who else could you have that physically imposing where you believe he ripped the
1: door off <laughs> you know what i mean it's channing tatum maybe
0: see i don't know i don't know if channing tatum's that imposing though
1: he's not imposing for sure i don't know who else right now
0: is i mean the rock is pretty much the action guy right now yeah careful my kid has cooties
1: He's like clawing my pants right now.
0: He's like, oh, yeah, dude. So sometimes in the morning when I walk out or any and he, he wants to like climb up my legs, he'll grab your balls.
1: <laughs> and you're like, no way. Playing with purses, <laughs> sucking on microphones, grabbing your dad's balls. It's <laughs> <He's> headed he's <laughs> he's down a slippery gonna, slope. <laughs> I think he's going to be bringing home boyfriends. <laughs> That's nothing. There's nothing wrong with that. No, not at all.
0: But you better bring home some chicks. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, yeah, right. Yeah,
0: but yeah, but yeah. I can't think of another action star right now. I not mean, because right I mean, Schwarzenegger I like is too somebody. old. Stallone's oh, yeah. too old. Um,
1: Young, like
0: I mean, I guess Channing Tatum, but he doesn't fit that bill very much. Yeah, you know what I
1: mean? I mean, he's athletic and he's like, he's built, but he's not the Rock built. I feel like there's somebody.
0: Yeah, why can't we think?
1: This is great podcasting, by the way. I know. Us thinking. Who cares? I know. Anyway, yeah. Who cares? Uh, yeah, I mean, I think. You I was gonna see. say, like, what if like Nick Cage is in this movie? But yeah, he can rip a door off for sure. Yeah, I mean, but it seems is, like a Nick Cage movie.
0: Is you make The Rock a hero? You, if you have Nick Cage, he'd be the everyday man, you know, or John Cusack in 2012. Um, yeah, what has John Cusack done since 2012? Got his paycheck and he's like, I'm, I'm good. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I guess. So. I think. I think he was in some indie thing. I think he's doing the smaller movies now. Yeah, film. so
0: he does, like, I got to do one big studio, get my couple million, and then I'll do these shit films. Yeah. Um, but, which, yeah. Which Robert Downey won't do. Nope. Good for him. I
1: collect that Avengers money. It's I would, good.
0: too. Dude, if you're making $80 million a movie, I would never stop making those movies.
1: I wouldn't even, like, be in movies. I would just, like, fun stuff at
0: that point. <laughs> yeah. What else would you do? Um. So, yeah. I say go see San Andreas. I'm no, sure
1: James will bring in an opinion next yeah, week. There's
0: there's no counterpoint here, so you're, everyone's going to have to listen to me. Yep. You have to go see it.
1: Um, I almost did Saturday night, but I was just like I was like, "Ah, Ryan's got it covered." Well, <laughs> well, the thing is, too, I, I will save 10 bucks.
0: Yeah, I will say this. You do have to be in the right frame of mind going in because it's not it, you know, it's stupid and anytime they're saying they can predict earthquakes, you really, uh, you can't predict earthquakes. <laughs> Um, There's this really funny blog about this um, scientist who did go see it, the premiere with The Rock, and she was tweeting about how inaccurate it was. It was pretty funny.
1: Um, Well, I mean, even, like, I recognize that it's not something you go in for the science for. Yeah. Like, you know it's not going to be accurate. So why she thought it would be be beyond me. She's probably just trying to be, like, the Neil deGrasse Tyson thing. Mm Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I mean, like I said, you know, it's silly, um, but people like do die. <laughs> um, uh, it's, I mean, there's you a mean really not everyone s- no. survives a natural disaster. There's this really cool shot where uh, the Rock's wife is having lunch with her new boyfriend's sister, and so the earthquake starts, and so she's running, and her uh, the Rock tells tells his wife, she's like, "Get on the roof, I'll come get you," because he's in his helicopter, and so she's trying to get this lady to go with her on the roof and she's like no i'm going downstairs and so she runs and the door shuts behind her and then i, I forget his wife's name she goes to open the door and she opens it there's nothing there anymore that's pretty cool mm. um, so there's some cool things and his wife is carla quigano quigano gigino gigino she's she's pretty attractive for an older lady she's naked in sin city if you want to <laughs> see her naked
1: so what do we see next week
0: uh next week we're seeing spy which really? is Jason Statham, or it's Spire Insidious Chapter Three. Uh, I'll,
1: see,
0: I'll see Spy. Yeah. Jason <laughs> Statham's
1: in it. It's up to you, man. <laughs> I, I I don't know. <laughs> Jason Statham's I'll in it. i just going to see Mad Max, again. and it's getting good reviews. So, or so. Entourage. Just kidding. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. I, I forgot
0: Entourage opens on Wednesday. Yeah. I don't get that Huge show. Huge tentpole movie. I don't get that show. I don't understand it. I mean, I've never seen it, but. Yeah, I either, but when I see the trailers... It appeals
1: to a certain type of man. That's not me.
0: And I, I hate that they keep on trying to make Ronda Rousey hot. <laughs> she's in that movie, and he's like, oh, if I last 30 seconds with you, you'd go out to dinner with me? And then, of course, like the next scene is all his bros going, oh, like yeah. he just got his ass kicked.
1: Like, if you last 60 seconds, I'll bleep you. And yeah. yeah. It just a, it appeals to the... Do you think fantasy, she's attractive? Though? I mean, she's not really my type, but... I, I
0: don't think she's attractive. Like muscular women just don't do it for me. Yeah. I'm sure she's someone, and she, I'm sure she's a really nice girl, but I don't like being told that somebody's hot.
1: <laughs> you know what well, I mean? Yeah, I don't be told anything. Make my own decisions. But...
0: And maybe I just, she just left a bad taste in my mouth for Expendables Three, where I call it Expendables: The Next Generation,
1: <laughs> pretty much. And you don't spend add... like an hour of the movie just recruiting new Expendables. Yeah,
0: when I'd rather just see Jason Statham and Arnold Schwarzenegger shoot people.
1: I know, right? I came to see the old guys fight. <laughs> yeah,
0: not these weird girl who's supposed to be attractive, and I don't
1: think so. You know, some executive was just like, okay, you can make three, but, you know, we got to groom them for four. We got to do something to revitalize four, so you got to put new people in it, new stars, new faces for the new crowd so we can get a new audience, and Dylan's like, okay, i will do it for the money. (laughs) I guess I would,
0: too. But, yeah, I mean, she seems like a nice person, and I'm sure she's fine, but I just don't like being told that I have to think she's attractive. Because even my new Sports Illustrated is her on it and it says just so you know Ronda Rousey can kick your ass. Okay, I'm sure she can. She's that's what she does for a living.
1: Yeah, I think an athletic muscular woman can be attractive. I just
0: Yeah, I just I don't know. I just I'm not I'm not trying to be like disparaging to women. I'm just saying it's just like I don't know. Don't tell me that
1: stuff. There's more going on with that movie than that though. Yeah. <laughs> like I... this whole like rich fantasy thing. It's yeah, not my taste.
0: I don't get it. I, I've never understood. It. And, you know, people tell me to watch the mo- show, and I just don't have a desire to.
1: And every time they, like, I don't laugh at any of the jokes in that trailer. No. Are there jokes? I don't remember. I, I, I
0: guess, you know, I found this kid on a Mentos commercial, and he holds up a Mentos. I guess that's supposed to be funny. But I don't think it is. I guess I should say, I must just have a problem with the Entourage movie. Maybe it's not Ronda Rousey. Maybe it's just the Entourage
1: movie. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I think right. that's what it is.
1: That's my biggest because I think
0: it, I think it's the context of how she's used is maybe why I don't like it.
1: Five Hollywood players, just not my thing. Yeah, parties on boats. And I don't want to go back to Queens, bro.
0: I like the weather here. Uh-huh. That's Matt Matt Dillon's brother. Oh, uh, that's funny.
1: How did I not get that?
0: That's funny. Bye.